the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hooray for the kiddies! All over the world and right here in Pittsburgh, kids were let out of school today to march for climate change. Uh, The kids are clueless because they're kids, and of course they've been brainwashed. And, of course, this is a continuation of that brainwashing, but it's, it's just a wonderful thing. How could you possibly be against this? Mayor Peduto was tweeting today about it. He's so proud of Pittsburgh and the kiddies here in Pittsburgh. Maybe the kids today are more mature, but, I don't know, when I was in school, there wouldn't have been a cause that I wouldn't have marched for if it meant getting a half day on Friday. Yeah, I'd be out. Kids all over the world got a half day today, and adults are giving them credit for caring about climate change. And the networks are out there cheering. I wish you could see the happy looks on the faces of the people on Good Morning America and CBS This Morning this morning. There are some really extraordinary scenes happening right now as that worldwide walkout gets underway. And it's really being led by teens. You can see them there. That's Berlin. All taking on climate change. Look at that crowd. Wow. Trying to make a difference. What's so striking besides just the sheer size of protesters here are the age of people who are demonstrating. Almost all of them are students. This group behind me, just nine years old, we spoke to a group of 17-year-olds who said they're here today to fight for their future. Led largely by school-aged children who say now is the time to strike back against climate change. Here in London, we've been speaking to protests who say climate change is the defining issue of their time. And if more isn't done, we're going to see a lot more protests like this. Children leading the way. If we don't do this, there'll be no future for us to work in. When children are leading the way, it's probably a good idea not to follow. You know why? Because they're clueless. And the other thing is, how hard is it to make kids think that uh, they need to do something? And, and how hard is it to scare them into demonstrating? They're kids. Tell them anything, they believe you. Do you think the teachers or the mayor would even consider showing the kiddies a list going back 50 years when the really smart people, the scientists who care so deeply about our planet, were dead wrong? I have a list uh, compiled by the Competitive Enterprise Institute. It includes famine, ice ages, and a really smart scientist who said back in 1967 that if we don't shape up within 20 years, we would all disappear in a cloud of blue steam. That's right. See any clouds of blue steam out there today? When we come back, we're going to talk to one of the guys who compiled this list. Stick around. the town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Brad Marshall, General Manager here at Salem-Pittsburgh. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to our station. If you love this station and you have experience in sales, we'd love to talk to you. You already understand our mission and what we do, so now maybe you'd like to join this team. If you have sales experience and understand digital marketing, we might have a job for you. Call me and we'll discuss the next steps. Call Brad, 412-503-4770. If you love us, come join us. It could be a life-changing opportunity for you. You'll never know unless you call. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Community Bank. City Mission. Number One Cochrane. Highmark Stadium. Peters Township Community Center. Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction. Design and build with one company. Nello Construction. Full service construction from the ground up. Renovation. Expansion. Nello Construction. The choice for business. See the projects. Begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, a warrior is more than a team name. Here, at their fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, a warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. A warrior is challenged to learn as they develop a strong work ethic, achieve academic excellence, and cultivate a lifelong love of learning. And a warrior is trained to lead through Christian character and integrity so they can impact the world for Christ by their example wherever God calls them. So, are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School, a fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. That's O-U-R-P-C-S dot org. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Today, kids everywhere around the world showed how much they care about the future of the planet by sacrificing half a day of school on a Friday to join thousands of other kids who got out of uh, school early. It's all about showing they're all in on the climate hysteria that's been uh, created by their teachers and most of the media. It would be nice if the teachers could take some time on Monday to go over the list compiled by the Competitive Enterprise Institute. It's a 50-year history of hysteria and predictions that never came true. Myron Abel is the uh, Director of Global Warming and International Environmental Policy at CEI. He joins us now. Myron, thanks for being here, and I hope I pronounced your name correctly. John, you can pronounce it any way you want. Thanks for having me. All right, Myron, thanks. Uh, do you have a favorite on this list? Uh, it's kind of hard to beat, to me, anyway. The second item, uh, my favorite, uh, second item on the list, from August of 1969, a really smart scientist from Stanford, Paul El- Elric, er- Elric, I guess it is. Ehrlich. Sorry, Paul Ehrlich, yeah, yep. said, said, mm-hmm. he, said we had 20 years to shape up or we would disappear in a blue haze. That would have been a good one, to have everybody disappear, disappear in a blue haze. That would have been a spectacular thing, but it didn't happen, did it? Yeah, you know, John, uh, the, the thing is, uh, he, he said we must realize that unless we are extremely lucky, everybody will disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. So, I, you know, he could just tell us that we were extremely lucky, um, and, and he wasn't wrong. But I think, you know, uh, Paul Ehrlich was a young man uh, back in the late 60s when he published The Population Bomb and became incredibly famous for predicting that we were all going to, that there would be global famines by the late 70s, even by the mid-70s. 
And, uh, you know, he's been wrong ever since. He's, he's older but not wiser. He's still making the same kinds of predictions today, but he's just changed the dates so that there are a few years into the future. So I think we can conclude that Paul Ehrlich is a false prophet. Of course, he also said in 1967 that it was uh, already too late to avoid famine. That was uh, right. 50, right. 50 uh, years ago, 52 years ago. I, uh, so how do people like him... I mean, you say he's still out there now um, making predictions or, 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 or uh, warning people of doom to come. How do these people maintain their platforms, and what would it take to for someone to just lose all credibility? I mean, wh- wh- what did they have to—I mean, the blue haze didn't happen. That would have been enough for me. Well, that's a good question, John. I think that there's a market for, and I think there's a desire among— uh, people to hear these kinds of of um, uh, predictions of looming disaster or catastrophe. I think it sort of makes life more interesting. Uh, and I think the media, the mainstream media, never uh, calls any of these people to account because, of course, it makes headlines when mm-hmm. a scientist predicts, for example, that we're going to have a new ice age or that the Arctic ice cap is going to melt or that... Uh, global warming is, uh, you know, even worse than we thought it was. Uh, so I think there's a market. I think people want to be sort of excited, and I think the media has an interest in the scary headlines. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, do, I do think, though, that people need to, to keep in mind that these kinds of um, catastrophic predictions are driving public policy, and some of these policies are are truly scary, and they're very destructive. And uh, we're seeing it with uh, states like New York and California adopting uh, energy policies elect- that will raise electric rates, uh, raise um, gasoline prices, and and price people out of automobiles. So, I you know the consequences of these predictions. I mean, they sound they're, they're to some extent they're they're funny and even hilarious. But I do think they, that they can have um, very damaging um, consequences. Well, and, and here today, uh, here in Pittsburgh, we have the mayor um, tweeting the, how proud he is of the kids in Pittsburgh because they skipped school to go down there to the demonstration, or wherever it was, downtown. I don't know where they had it. but um, And these kids would, first of all, as I said in my introduction to you um, earlier in the show, actually, it, it's it's... Uh, it, there's not a cause that existed when I was in school that I would not have le- left school to march for, if it meant <laughs> if it meant getting um, a half day on Friday. So uh, people ought to, might want to back off a little bit on just how enthusiastic these kids are. But y- you you have the mayor tweeting about how wonderful it is, and that, and and whatever whatever percentage of kids are down there because they actually believe this. I almost said a bad word um, that that they uh, that that's because they've been brainwashed and the teachers would would a teacher take your list and pass it around to the class what, what, what wouldn't that create a nice discussion here's a list I just want you to see just so even if she thought that it was it, it, it was irrelevant and it didn't matter what they were saying 50 years ago but wouldn't that create a nice discussion in the class well yes um, I think Education is about learning uh, facts and uh, how to do things like make calculations uh, and and historical facts like when things happen. But I think uh, also it's very important in school to learn how to discuss uh, and think about issues critically rather than just uh, take what you're given and be told to believe it. And so... I, I think critical thinking um, needs to be encouraged in the schools, and I, I don't think we're seeing much of it now um, in in science, uh, and particularly in uh, global warming. And in fact, I don't think it's being taught scientifically as a scientific subject that's open to uh, exploration and research. I think it's being taught as uh, you know, uh, orthodoxy. I mean, it's, it's yeah. what you need to believe. Right. You need to believe this because if you don't, you're not a good person. And right. I, you know, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's healthy. Again, uh, I agree with you 100. The the issue is that you know if you uh, are a skeptic, 
you're not just a skeptic. You're a uh, you're a Neanderthal. You're a um, you're a you're a moron, and you don't care about the planet, and you're selfish. I mean, you can all the all the things you can think of that you are, but you're not you're not very smart if you don't buy all this. What I don't what I don't get is oh well, I guess I do get it. Um, it's because it's the media had to be complacent with it, uh, complicit with this. Because uh, the media just not uh, there's nobody uh, very few people in the in the mainstream media anyway who are even willing to question anybody about this. Yes, I think uh, the media the mainstream media has been captured, and I don't know you know I don't know what to do about it except to say that reality has a way of intruding into the. Um, you know the dreams and right. and sandcastles that people build, uh, but you know a lot. It, it can often take a while, you know. Uh, and I think people in cities like yours and mine here in Washington D.C., we don't have as much experience of of weather as people who live out on farms in the Midwest and the West. Yeah, uh, and have to get out in the weather every day. You know, in downtown Washington, you know, most people leave a, a well heated or well air conditioned house, get into a well heated or air conditioned car, drive to a well heated or air conditioned building, right. and then they then they listen to the news that tells them that there's the weather is worse than ever. Uh, people who live, you know, I grew up in the rural West. People are very skeptical about global warming. Because they've seen cycles, they've mm-hmm. seen periods of warmer weather when where there isn't a whole lot of snow, for example, in the winter, and then they've seen cycles where there's a lot of snow and it's really cold in the winter. So I think, and you know, they have to get out it, in it every day, and that, you know, if if you have to live in in a cold climate, you pretty quickly learn that warmer is better. Uh, <laughs> uh, if there's a little global warming in in the upper Midwest and the and the Northwest, people will welcome it because growing seasons will be longer. It won't be quite as uh, bitterly cold in the winter, and uh, and life will be better. So, uh, you know, I, I I think I think reality will eventually intrude, but it it. it it takes some people in some places longer than others to see it. Well, the problem I think now, and and we're talking to Myron Ebel. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> he's the director <laughs> of global warming and international <laughs> environmental policy at the at CEI. That's a Competitive Enterprise Institute. You can find this list of uh, fifty years of failed eco eco apocalyptic predictions. At the Competitive Enterprise Institute, and it's just uh, it's just amazing to look at the stuff that's being said on uh, uh, that was being said as far back as the '60s and '70s, and some of the. the um, I'll just read one real quick one from uh, from Ehrlich. We must realize that unless we are, you said this one, you, you, we are extremely lucky. Everybody will disappear in a cloud of blue blue steam in 20 years, uh, and then uh, this is from the. Uh, uh, from your list also, from the uh, New York Times, August 10th, 1969, it says that uh, the demands for uh, cooling water will boil dry the entire flow of the rivers and streams of the continental United States. That's pretty dire, isn't it? That's that, that's from the New York Times, and they're talking about the Ice Age that we're going to get by 2000. That was in 1970. How much yeah. would it take for what does it take for people to to how hard was it for you to compile this list first of all not Barry was it I mean I'm, I don't want to diminish what you did but it's they're all it's out there right well there's a lot more these uh, a lot of these clips were actually uh, compiled by a, a wonderful uh, guy who has a, a blog named Tony Heller uh, on his website Real Climate Science and we we borrowed them and. And tidied them up a little bit, and then added some more. But there's a whole lot more that could be added. Um, the, the there is there as I said, there's a large appetite for these kinds of scary end of the world predictions. People like like to think of you know they get a little thrill uh, thinking about how how bad things are going to be right around the corner. I think most people tend tend to discount the the hysteria level but i think the the mainstream media has has become a um you know an echo chamber to 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 amplify these things 
and uh, and as I said, I think that they're, they're hilarious when you look back, but they can have bad consequences if we adopt very damaging and expensive policies as a result of these uh, ridiculous prediction. We have Democratic candidates uh, running on this stupidity. I mean, it's a, it's a, it, this is going to be a, a major platform in the in the in the Democratic uh, ca- candidate, uh, our, our candidacy, the the campaign is what I'm trying to say. And they they um, they uh, they're not shy about it, and they will tell you that if you don't believe in this, shame on you. And, and Donald Trump is an idiot because he doesn't buy all this. And you're 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 just you're an idiot if you don't go along with this, John. Uh, I don't. As I work for a nonprofit group, and we don't do election politics, so uh-huh. I'm going to let you talk about that, and yeah. I'll just I'll just listen. Well, but it's the but it's the, <laughs> the the ramifications and the consequence of of the stupidity that they're selling. It's not just. Uh, and here's the thing: you mentioned about dire predictions. People, you know think they're a lot of fun it's one thing when they say that in 200 years uh, everybody's going to have three ears or something you don't care because you're going to be dead but they're, they're, these are you got al gore running around in what 2004 saying uh that the world was going to end in 10 years right 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 no that's true uh, it uh, it's a problem i think it uh, it makes it much more difficult to have a, a rational discussion about these issues, uh, environmental issues or, or global warming issues, if you have people making these kinds of, of predictions that have been shown to be uh, phony and ridiculous time and time again uh, over the last five decades. And if we go back, we could probably find some even further. But I, you know, I, I was a teenager in the late 60s, and I remember uh, this kind of, there, there, there was a similar kind of... Um, cultural moment then when when uh, a lot of people felt that the apocalypse was right around the corner mm-hmm. the counter the counterculture fed on that um and uh, we were kind of we gotten back to i think kind of a similar time now uh when when these kinds of uh, statements are are being made by by uh, false prophets and taken seriously by uh people who should know better and we see video. You're going to see video on the network news tonight. I can tell you, I've seen some already of kids uh, demonstrating in Berlin and uh, all over the world, not just here in the United mm-hmm. States. It happened here in Pittsburgh. That's what scares mm-hmm. me. And and I and they're going to go back to school on Monday and be told how wonderful they are. Um, uh, Doctor James Hansen is another guy who's made a lot of crazy predictions. Is he still around? Yes, he's still around. He's still promoting global warming alarmism and. The predictions he made starting in 1988 um, have all, as far as I can tell, all turned out to be false. But he has defenders in the scientific community and in the environmental group and the mainstream media who are still defending him and saying his predictions have, are, are, you know, are right on track to be uh, fulfilled. But, you know, you can see from what we posted here that he predicted in the late 80s that in 20 years, uh, the, um, the, 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 the major road right outside of his office in Manhattan would be underwater. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. And he also predicted that in 20 years, the, the, the windows in Manhattan would all have tape pasted uh, uh, across them uh, because of the heavy winds. Well, you know... <laughs> Yeah, but again, we only have about a minute left, and I'm up against a um, uh, hard break here. I, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, it, this is a train rolling down the track. There's a lot of those trains rolling down tracks that don't seem to be stoppable. That's what that's what. How you stop this? Can't. Well, I think people have a lot of common sense, and they just need to kind of hang on to their, uh, you know, the, their chairs and say, "Hey, wait a minute." Uh, you know, anybody can make a scary prediction. But how many of them have ever come true in the past? Is this one any more likely than one made in 1970 or 1980? Well, I'm not letting it affect my life. Hey, thanks, Myron. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks, John. All right, that's great. Thanks for having me. All right, Myron Ebel of uh, the CEI. We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. According to a federal judge, Florida-based Coral Ridge Ministries can be called a hate group by a left-wing organization. A federal judge says a liberal advocacy group has a First Amendment right to call a Christian ministry a hate group for its opposition to homosexuality. A district judge threw out a lawsuit by the Florida-based Coral Ridge Ministries against the Southern Poverty Law Center. The ministry sued the law center, Amazon and others, in 2017 because it wasn't included in a program that lets Amazon customers donate to nonprofit groups. The judge ruled Thursday that the liberal watchdog group has a free speech right to make the claim. His ruling did not address whether the ministry should be considered a hate organization. I'm Walter Ratliff. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 159 points to 26,935. The Nasdaq dropped 65. The S&P 500 lower by 14. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. I'm a lawn guy and proud of it. Pro tip, watch the fall leaves. When that first bad boy drops, boom, get feeding and seeding with Scott's. Lay down Scott's Turf Builder today, and come spring, your lawn will be so thick, green, and strong, neighbors like Steve over there will be mad green with envy. Hey, sweet lawn, Stevie. (laughs) Steve. Don't be a Steve. Be a lawn guy. Pick up a bag of Scott's Turf Builder today. This is a Scott's Yard. Jay Sekulow and his son Jordan explain the priority of the Democrats. The number one goal of the Democrats and the left in the next election cycle is to defeat President Trump. Yeah, they'd like to keep on the House of Representatives. Yeah, they'd love to add some more seats, maybe even take back the Senate, but that's pretty difficult for them. Their number one goal is to defeat President Trump. And it's been to defeat President Trump since before he took the oath of office. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, Pittsburgh, this is Tunch Ilkin for my good friends at Calusi Chevrolet. If you've been thinking about a new car, truck, or crossover, now is the time to visit Calusi Chevrolet. With the fall sales event in full swing, Calusi has great savings on their entire lineup, including the 2019 Equinox. All month long, you can qualify for 0% APR financing for up to 60 months, plus $750 bonus cash on select models. Check them out at Calusi.com. Find new roads at Calusi Chevrolet. If you're worried about market volatility or the possibility of losing money in the next market crash, the time to act is now. Effective financial management involves identifying opportunities. And with a 10-year bull market run, markets around all-time highs, and a highly contested election cycle right around the corner, we have an opportunity now to protect what's important. Don't risk losing a significant portion of your life savings in the next market downturn. Call Hunt & Associates today, 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy & Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy & Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Homeowners love their Pella windows and doors, and we love how happy we made Susan from Sewickley. I just have to tell you, this bay window is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's fantastic. It really is beautiful. I mean, beautiful. Can we install some happiness for you? Right now, get 50% off installation or 18 months, no payments, no interest. Call for your free consultation. We'll come to you. 888-78-PELLA. PellaPittsburgh.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 79, lots of delays southbound with an accident approaching Washington Hydrogen from the Parkway West. Northbound heavy volume, Mount Eva Road up to Warndale Bain Road. When we've got that accident on the Parkway East outbound at the Squirrel Hill Tunnel Plaza, you're jammed up from Forbes Avenue, inbound heavy from Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West slows down inbound Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel and outbound 79 to Campbell's Run Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
clear to partly cloudy for tonight and a bit on the mild side with a low of 61. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine, warm and rather humid, with a stray afternoon shower thunderstorm, high 82. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 63. And for Sunday, partly sunny, very warm and humid with a high of 85 degrees. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Well, sometimes it's easy to pick the Jerk of the Week. Uh, The only thing tough about this week, though, is deciding just whom at the New York Times we should give it to. Can't give it to the editor who left out the fact that the woman who was allegedly assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh had no recollection of it happening. And the story was written by two reporters. Eh, We didn't want to give a co-jerk of the week award. So we're going to go with Kate Kelly. Kate is one of the reporters, and she tried to sell this pile of hot, steaming horse manure on The View. First of all, there was no desire to withhold important information from our readers. We have all of it in the book, and the essay is an adaptation of the book um, that, of course, we had to edit for uh, length and clarity. Um, the, the thrust of the essay was about, probably about word choice, the point of the essay was about Deborah Ramirez, uh, a woman who had gone to college with Justice Kavanaugh and had this uh, experience where she alleged that he exposed himself to her and it was a very troubling event. And we lay out all the reasons why that was, not just the moment itself, but the experience she was having at Yale being very difficult. Within that, we talked about this new, as yet unreported allegation because we thought it was germane. It was a similar type of situation to the Ramirez one. During the editing process, there was an oversight and this key, this key detail about the fact that the woman herself has told friends she doesn't remember it and has not wanted to talk about it got cut. And it was an oversight and the Times adjusted it and uh, we're very sorry that it happened. Yeah, she's just crushed by the fact that it happened. Uh, She takes a lot of heat, or she did take a lot of heat this week, Kate did, but she can take some consolation in the news that she made our Windows or Us Jerk of the Week. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. It looks like Antonio Brown is out of a job. That's okay. He's only walking away or being thrown away from twenty million dollars. So I think fifteen of it was guaranteed. But he was going to make he was going to make uh, twenty million dollars or or more, maybe twenty five in the next two years if he just didn't get in trouble. Now he's gone because of something that he was alleged to have done uh, earlier, which uh, something to do with a, an artist he had come to his house to paint his picture on a wall, a, a mural or something, and he. Uh, in some ways, I don't know if he sexually assaulted her, but he did things he shouldn't have done. She got upset, and he didn't pay her, and she tweeted about it or sent sent a, a message to the NFL, and um, he's out. Antonio Brown is out. He's been released by the Patriots. Now, um, I don't have any idea what happened, obviously, between him and this woman who's a, it's a, it was in Pittsburgh, a local woman. Um and uh, she's being believed as you know the, uh, when you're dealing with a guy like Antonio Brown uh, the tendency is to believe whatever somebody says about him no matter how crazy it is i mean this is a guy who threw furniture off what a fifth floor balcony um and drove 110 miles an hour on McKnight Road he's not all there um but you know there is there is still a chance that she's not telling the truth or she's exaggerating it and that may be what cost him ultimately cost him his job. But the Antonio Brown story is uh, I, I felt long before today and long before this recent thing that just came out in the last hour that he's been released. I've felt for a long time that uh, he's a guy who's on his way to a bad ending, and I mean uh, a really bad ending. Prison, some kind of a violent ending. Uh, he's he's just too out of control, and um, and and he's not the most mature guy in the world, and he doesn't seem to be very smart. But Antonio Brown, is he was enabled by the Steelers, and I don't understand why they let him get away with what they let him get away with. Um, 
I think he was a relatively normal guy when he got here. He was a sixth round pick uh, out of Central Michigan, so he, you know, he didn't have a, a whole lot of room to uh, push himself, you know, push he, uh, to push the envelope because a sixth round picks get cut a lot of times, and uh, he had a lot to prove before he had a had the right or should should have felt like he could have gotten away with um, the stuff he got away with, but. You can go back to him uh, throwing a water cooler on the sideline a couple of years ago because he didn't have the ball thrown to him. And here's the thing that always bothered me. Uh, not Trust me, it didn't bother me a lot. I don't lose sleep over but I wondered about it anyway. Uh, people were feeling sorry for Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he led the league in interceptions last year, and people were feeling sorry for him because... Um, you know, Antonio Brown, because he was yapping all the time, he made Ben feel like he had to throw the ball to him, and then that's what caused Ben to force the ball when he shouldn't have thrown it to him, and the ball was intercepted, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm sorry, but if, two things. First of all, I, I'm not sure if that's true, but if it is, it's pathetic, and it's a, and it doesn't speak well of Ben Roethlisberger, because if you're the quarterback of an NFL team, if, at least as far as I'm concerned, um, what you do with a receiver who's yapping about not getting the ball thrown to him enough, you say, here's how it's going to work, Antonio. I throw, you catch. And if you keep giving me the same kind of grief, I may never throw the ball to you again. And the quarterback has to have the backing of the coach in that situation. And I wonder about Mike Tomlin letting, if, if, if that was going on, if that dynamic existed, and this guy was forcing the quarterback to become less of a quarterback because he was, he was forcing the quarterback to force throws uh, and get interceptions, then the coach, uh, he, he should be ashamed if he knew about that and didn't do something about it. And, so, and at that point, the coach goes to Antonio Brown, and I don't care if he's the greatest receiver who ever lived. You go to him and you say, Antonio, one more word out of you, and you will, you will be, as Mike Thomas says, you will not have a helmet for next week. You'll be on the bench. You'll be deactivated. You're not going to play. Uh, and, 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 and then stick to it. Uh, and I also, something that, that people are feeling sorry for Ben Roethlisberger and People need to understand that it wasn't that long ago that Ben Roethlisberger was accused of sexual assault twice, okay? Uh, he was forgiven pretty quickly, if I uh, I seem to remember. Lots of women wearing number seven jerseys around, and that just kind of went away. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, he was accused by two women. This was before the Me Too movement, or it would have turned out a lot differently for him. But um, this is a guy who... Uh, was suspended for four, ended up being four games. It was initially six, and they cut it to four. And he was a bad guy. Now, he was 28 years old when he got in his uh, little bit of trouble down there in Georgia with the sexual assault claim. Uh, and um, the so he was 28. Uh, Antonio Brown is 30. Some of this stuff that he's being accused of now happened in the last year or so. So he's not that much different from what Ben Roethlisberger was back uh, uh, several years ago, eight or nine years ago, whatever it was, when he was 28 years old. Uh, but he's being trashed much more for it for two reasons. Because Ben Roethlisberger didn't go on social media. Uh, in 2010 or whatever it was, 11, it just wasn't the same thing. There wasn't so many... There, Twitter wasn't around in, by, in any kind of a, a major... It wasn't any kind of a major force. And so he wasn't constantly showing up on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. And uh, Antonio Brown made sure that everybody saw his blue hair and his blonde mustache and and heard him say ridiculous things. And then the way he acted on the field, um, as I said, throwing a water cooler. So uh, he, he's uh, he's got serious problems. And the big hit he took from Vontez Perfect in Cincinnati a few years ago that knocked him out cold a lot of people are wondering if that that, that might have changed him. He's been different since that hit. Uh, I'd like to have a doctor maybe um, talk about that or some tests to reveal that. But just keep in mind now that he's out and he can't, he's not going to get signed this year by anybody. I don't think. Um, just watch how long it takes for him to try and maybe succeed uh, in becoming a uh, sympathetic figure because of the injury and his bumps on the head and he has CTE and that's going to be the next thing. It's going to be not Antonio's fault. It's brain damage from the evil sport of football. Might be true, but I'm just telling you, you're going to hear that 
whether it's true or not, I guess that's to be determined. But that will be what you will hear about Antonio Brown in a matter of uh, months, that the poor guy, he was hit, vicious hit in Cincinnati, and never been the same since. We'll be right back. Community Bank, City Mission, Number One Cochrane, Highmark Stadium, Peters Township Community Center, Angelo's Restaurant. What do all these businesses have in common? Nello Construction, design and build with one company. Nello Construction, full service construction from the ground up. Renovation, expansion. Nello Construction, the choice for business. See the projects, begin the journey at NelloConstruction.com. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. You started your business with nothing but a great big idea. They told you it couldn't be done, but that just made you work harder to prove them wrong. Now look at you, ready to take on the world. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South gets where you're coming from when they said they wanted to create great big graphics for great big ideas like yours in less time than anyone else. They were told it couldn't be done. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South just smiled and said, oh yeah, watch us. When you need a large format printing partner who can provide high quality visual graphics in stunning detail, from trade show displays to outdoor signs, 3M brand vehicle wrap for your fleet to window graphics, banners, and decals. SpeedPro Pittsburgh South can handle most jobs in two days or less and can roll with last-minute change-ups without breaking a sweat. Who says it can't be done? For a free quote, visit SpeedProPGHSouth.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Morning Bullets is asking for the public to respond to a nationwide poll that could help shape political policy in 2020. This is your chance to be heard by the decision makers all the way up the chain. Their question, should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Visit trumpspulseonamerica.com to let your voice be heard before the decisions are made for you. Medical services are guaranteed by the Emergency Treatment and Active Labor Act and require hospitals to provide care regardless of citizenship, legal status, or ability to pay. The Federation for American Immigration Reform reported that medical expenditures for illegal immigrants was over $17 billion in 2017 alone. The decision is up for debate and the policymakers want to hear what the public thinks. Should the federal government provide free health care to illegal immigrants? Yes or no? Go to TrumpsPulseOnAmerica.com now to vote. That's TrumpsPulseOnAmerica.com. TrumpsPulseOnAmerica.com. Be heard. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. My name is Gabriel Joshal and I'm 48 years old. How does he provide for his family? Well, I'm going to go back to 
Food for the poor. Paul Jacobs joins us now. Well, Paul, thanks for being here. It is great to be with you, And uh, you're doing great work. And again, what's impressive about this to me is that you guys have spotted the problem and you focused on a problem of food and water. Yeah. You can you can talk about giving money to the poor, and it can go for all kinds of things. But yes. this you got to eat and you got to drink, yeah. and this is this is targeted, well targeted. It's the tip of the iceberg for these families. You're talking about families that go routinely two and three days without feeding their children, not because they're bad parents, mm-hmm. but because when you're earning a dollar or two a day, when the really the the weather has created a drought for the last three years that has wiped out farms large and small and many of these families live buy or earn a living by these farms. You all remember when, you know, the steel industry dried up in the 70s here in Western PA. Imagine that happening in the agrarian economy in Haiti for the last three years and there's no jobs. So when you talk about providing food and water, it's the the basics so that families can survive. We're talking to Paul Jacobs of Food for the Poor, and the number, again, if you'd like to uh, donate, is uh, 855-358-4673. That's 358-HOPE. Uh, and you can go online at the answer, PGH slash hope. Uh, that's answer, PGH slash H-O-P-E, hope. So this is an ongoing thing. And this is Haiti. Anytime you hear the word Haiti, you get this picture in your mind of just absolute total poverty everywhere. What's the is it ever going to get any better? I mean, what what these I mean, you have to eat and you have to drink. But. Is it ever going to get any better for these people now? If, if I'd rank the number of times uh, I get asked about Haiti, what was being the number one question, it's exactly that. Mm-hmm. And my answer has not changed in almost 10 years at Food for the Poor. The answer is it gets better in the communities where you and I are intervening ourselves. We're interjecting ourselves. Places like Alpha Village and Boan and, and, and other communities where Food for the Poor finds these far-outreaching communities and says, we can help, we can make a change. We come back to listeners here in Western PA and we say, this is a need. We can help these families. And they're forever changed. And so, yes, it is getting better in those communities. And now we're on to our next community, which is a community called Kylie. It's high in the mountains west of the, the capital city of Port-au-Prince. These families have been forgotten. These pastors thought that really this was their lot in life until Food for the Poor found them, our, our teams found them, and we found a, a need and we found a way to help these families get food, get clean water, and get back to living. And again, everything is re- relevant because, a relative, I should say, um, because getting better for someone in Western Pennsylvania might mean, <laughs> you know, getting a $10 raise uh, for the week or, 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 or uh, getting a, a promotion for their job. It's still getting down to the basics of being able to eat and yeah. drink clean water. Yeah. That, if you've been going without that, getting better isn't, isn't, doesn't require all that much. I had a mother tell me that my little girl drinks this water from the gutter every single day and i worry that she'll be sick because then i don't have the money to provide medicine antibiotics which we get so readily available and so inexpensive here in the states and that's her goal is to keep her child healthy 
Her goal is that the child will be healthy enough that she can continue in school. Her goal is that she'll be able to read and write and possibly get a job and somehow break out of that cycle of poverty. Well, it starts here. You are the one, the catalyst that change all of that with food, with clean water, with a level and measure of hope that these families yesterday didn't know. And once again, that's uh, just $80 will give uh, food for a year and water for life for one child. 160 is food for a year and water for life for two kids. And 320 or $27 per month, that's food for a year and water for life for one family. The phone number, it's... Um, one eight five five three five eight hope that's one eight five five three five eight four six seven three uh you can uh do it online at the answer p g h slash hope the answer p g h slash hope paul thanks and good luck thank you and thank you if you've already sent uh some money in and we appreciate anything you can give i want to finish up here with something uh elizabeth warren the other day uh did a speech at washington square park the other night actually uh, there were reports that she had like 20,000 people there, uh, maybe more, more like 7,500. But it's the Washington Square Park. It's named after George Washington. She did it, did it in front of this gigantic arch that was built to commemorate the 100th anniversary of George Washington being inaugurated as the first president. And she said this. We are not here today because of famous arches or famous men. In fact, we're not here because of men at all. Isn't that funny? She's not there because of men at all. Uh, that's I don't even know what that means, but it's real dumb. And she's been taking advice from uh, Hillary Clinton, as far as I know. And uh, Hillary's the one that called people deplorable and um, and talked about how uh, the reason that she wasn't elected is because women were af- afraid to vote for her because their husbands told them not to. And this this uh, Elizabeth Warren is now telling half the people in the country that she doesn't she's not there because of men. And she said it with a like it was dripping off her tongue there. How much little little respect and little need there is for men. And that that would only be the case until there was a fire and somebody had to rescue her. But, you know, or I don't know how how many women it would have taken to build the roads that got her in there to uh, Washington Square Park. But. She's an idiot, and uh, it's scary to even think that one person, especially one man, would ever cast a vote for Elizabeth Warren. Thanks to Aaron Byrne. Another good week of producing. Another week has gone by, and I'll see you on Monday. Thanks. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.